0: Welcome back to the 30thrive. We hope you are wonderfully well. Annette, how are you doing today? Sasha Bear, You remember I used to call you Sasha Bear? Oh my gosh, yeah. I <laughs> uh, what did I, have I ever had a nickname for you? I don't know. Do you know no. what? It's, it's quick side side, uh what is it? Gosh. The That's words cool. are failing me these days. That's cool, man. And and it um kind of alludes to what I wanted to t- talk about just now. So and say quick side note, where I was like I can't remember if I had any nicknames for you. I remember that we were messaging in the week and you were asking me if we'd had um a particular cocktail when we went out recently. The way my brain, my memory oh, yeah. is just becoming missing in action. Actual dust. I can't remember anything. <laughs> I'm quite. Do you worried. know what?
1: Don't be worried because I'm even worse. Like I think the people they're even gonna sack me at work because sometimes <laughs> blankness in my face. I hear people just like, oh, yeah, we we met about this last week in it. And I'm like, Really? really? Are you yeah. sure? <laughs> <Is it?
0: laughs> Honestly, my I feel like my memory is just failing me. Like I just can't rem if it's not in my like Google calendar, don't expect me to remember anything. I use my Google calendars to make me look good uh, because, boy, I, I just don't know. If Calendars
1: are everything when, you, when you're when you past 30. So this, well, Friday just got like my son mm-hmm. had, um, own clothes day. You know, one of these things, these charity yeah, things. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Come, I've put it in my diary. I've put it everywhere. I've put the alert on from a day before, one alert from the week before. Yeah, How, I do that too. Am I still too. forgetting? Oh, oh, babe, oh. I went to go and pick the boy up on Friday. And oh, was he the only one in uniform? Oh, in my it? God. And I'm walking to the school and I'm like, eh. Oh, and there's oh. no
0: realisation that everybody...
1: <laughs> the realisation that my son is the only one. So as soon as I got in the class, the teacher was like... It's okay, it's okay, mum. Because she knew what I was going to say. She's yeah. like, oh, mum. You know, we, we let him, he's got a nice T-shirt and his a PE kit. We let him wear
0: that. Oh, memory. Eee. just didn't even clock. Like, I, I have made a point now, and I think I must have done that with you, where if we're like, oh, let's make plans, and I'm like, oh, wait, before I do this, I will come back to you because... I am the queen of double booking myself. You really wouldn't think I'm a PA given that in my personal (laughs) life, absolute
1: shambles. (laughs) It's okay. As long as anybody (laughs) doesn't know that your
0: personal life is shambolic. (laughs) That's why I just make a prayer. I'm like, let me check and come back to you because I will book three things in the same day and say, I'm going to be in the same three different places at the same time with three different sets of people. People. (laughs) it's okay yeah it's not just you
1: like and like we're laughing but it worries me There's sometimes I think about it and I'm like I'm losing it man yeah. but then I'm just like you know what what, what am I gonna do
0: like but if anyone's got any ideas let me know please if you have any updates and like tips for how we can manage this something part of me thinks it's kind of because we've got the tools like the google calendar google keep something in my phone diary diary so i don't have to remember anything i was talking to someone the other day and they were like i remember when i used to to know at least five friends my house my aunties and my parents like mobile numbers in my head i don't (laughs) (laughs) but that's when the mind was young and fresh like
1: we can't we don't move like that and not even that we've we're so used to being reliant on technology we we're not Don't using that to. part of our brains yeah, anymore yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is messed up it's a mazza babes it's a maza. it's a mazza one <laughs> but you know what life has been good sash good i'm good i'm glad to hear i'm glad to hear babes and actually i wanted to get an update for the people then about your eye your laser eye surgery How's that my eyes them be? How are your eyes? What can you see? Tell me what you can see. <laughs> I see dead people. Oh, <laughs> no Why? <okay, joking>. <laughs> <Boy,
1: laughs> no. Um, yeah, so if for those who don't know or didn't listen to the episode, I got laser eye surgery. Oh mm-hmm. it was like um I got it on Valentine's Day, which is like a Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh so we're over like so we're just about a month now since I've yeah. got it done. And yeah. um I think I was telling you, Sash, that initially the eyes were
0: hella blurry. Yeah, because uh, I sent you a very well-timed card and expected you to be able to read it and see it. And you're like, I don't know what it says, I just vaguely know that it's from you. Because you're the only person that sends me snail mail. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I knew it was from you.
1: Like, But the thing, like, it had to have Braille written on it for me to know what the hell <laughs> it was saying. So like, I just knew it was you because my partner was like, oh, you've got, you've got a mail. And I looked at it and I looked at the front of the card and I couldn't see it properly. But I just mm-hmm. knew it was you. I was like, oh, it's Sasha. He was like, I thought you said you can't see. I know, I can't see. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just know But yeah, the whole thing was, it was interesting. So I'll take you through really shortly um, just about how the whole thing went. Um, a question to myself was it what I thought it was going to be not really um, so I'll start so I went there so I've got it done in London I'm not one of those chicks will, that will go bloody Kazakhstan uh, to go and get your eyes done for like 10 <laughs> <months>. <laughs> I'm not looking to do that just pay your money and get it done in London so yeah I got it done in London Harley Street so you know when you're like these ends, you're like ah it's gonna be great and um yeah it, it was fine um I think what I didn't realize beforehand I think the day I went there what they tell you is um bring someone with you on the day because yeah because they gotta help you get home yeah, yeah yeah but in my head I was like no this must be a bit of a they must be a bit over the top but my partner okay. was coming anyway oh thank goodness yeah, yeah I didn't go by myself um he was coming anyway but I had gone earlier because I had like a nine o'clock appointment mm. so he was like dropping the kids at school and he said okay as soon as I drop them I'm gonna come I'm like cool get in there now they do a lot of tests and stuff before you go in there like you've already been there a couple of times before to just mm-hmm. make sure that you're suitable for it um so as I sat down in a waiting room and let me tell you something now if you if you know me you actually you know me I don't get scared like wow.
0: the so only cool. time I've seen you scared is when we were on that ride at Thorpe Park and you couldn't <laughs> get off <laughs> 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 Sorry. and then that other time in the theatre when you were like oh where to go I've just discovered." <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> heights, heights, all
1: right, okay, everyone knows now I'm scared of heights, but that's the only time you'll see catch me off guard. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't get scared of these things, I'm not really scared of pain, I've got a p- higher pain threshold. So I'm sitting in the reception just, like, looking through magazines, thinking, god damn, you know, next couple of hours, this is going to be me. And then um, one of the uh, nurses or whatever they are, they came up to me and she was like, "Oh, like Miss Evans, you ready?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm ready. Are you, you nervous at all?" I was like, "No." Like I, I remember just like, "No, these this is minor babes, like I'm not mm. nervous." Two twos. Mm. <laughs> this guy came out from the um, from the room where they do the surgery. Mm. He had the surgery. He had the surgery. He just had it like literally minutes, I think, and he had walked out. Um My guys are screaming, my eyes are burning, my eyes are burning. (laughs) These (laughs) times I had this magazine in my hand, I looked up and I said, yes to like no he used my eyes are burning my eyes are burning and his mom's like calm down calm down sit down you'll be all right and he started shaking and I was like what the actual oh my gosh really t- what or is he a hypochondriac so I tried to convince myself that this guy was a hypochondriac you know?
0: right okay cool um,
1: but then the, the, there was a part of me that was like, nah, this this is not what you thought it would be. And then basically his mum and he, I think he was like with another male, like literally dragged him out of the surgery screaming. <laughs> <laughs> onto Big Big Street. Oh, my God. Big Big Street, you know. <laughs> I'm sitting down like, let me just do, you know, those um, prayer warrior, them prayers there. <laughs> <laughs> I started praying. I was like, if anybody will come in, but I was just laying it down, sis. Oh. My and then God. they called me, and then I thought, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go in there. So you get in there, and again, just to not dwell on the whole thing, but you get in there, and each eye is like 10 to 15 seconds each. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not no long thing. It's wow. like so I think my my eye that was like minus 1.25 was like 10 Mm -hmm. seconds my -hmm. other eye was about one point minus 1.50 was um like 15 seconds Mm -hmm. but it's all the prepping and then Mm -hmm. they basically they put let's say like a 50p coin in your eye like directly in your eye and that's what holds your eye open it's not like a clamp it goes directly on your eyeball Okay. And it's got like a little hole in it, and then they'll just be throwing things in it, and that's how your eye stays open, basically. Okay. And yeah, but it it hurt. I was. It's extremely uncomfortable. It may hurt. I felt. I felt a little bit of pain, but the pain came after. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like the first three to six hours hey, I was shaking. Now I know what the guy is talking about because I, I can't even explain the type of, it's not pain, it's, it's weird. I, I
0: can't really explain it to be fair. Um, but you registered the level of discomfort that yeah, may not high, have been quite at the level of pain, but it was definite. Like
1: Absolutely mm. high level of discomfort. Mm. Um, and it, you, there's nothing that you've ever felt before because usually you never have anything wrong with your eyes, do you? Like mm. Yeah unless someone was to punch you in your eye. But Mm. um, yeah, and my husband was late. Like he got, he was in traffic and I think he was going to park like in Tottenham or something and then take the tube in. Mm. And I sat in reception waiting after I'd got it done, literally shaking because I needed painkillers because they don't give you painkillers. Okay. They're not allowed to. And all I remember saying, because the woman in the um, reception basically put my phone on loudspeaker so i could talk to him
0: okay i was, like, so I was gonna you... say how did you speak because do they they put something to kind of limit the sensitivity from the brightness yeah like... so you're wearing mm. i'm
1: wearing sunglasses isn't it i didn't have sunglasses so the day before i went to my mom's and my mom gave me some hardcore <laughs> you know them auntie <laughs>
0: sunglasses
1: i had a pair of those like <laughs> sitting in reception looking like an absolute nutter um and I just I remember Mario said, Oh yeah, have you got done? I was like, listen, wherever you are, drive find straight it. into central London, yeah.
0: congestion charge and all. Find and find me the painkillers en route. A S A P You know when sometimes like your partner he hears a certain tone in your voice and they're like, I know this woman ain't joking. If I if I turn up in this place without the necessary stuff hmm she's gonna divorce me on the spot so I better make sure I
1: was sitting down I thought this guy better come through because and yeah I needed a pain the painkillers man and so yeah anyway got home three to six hours is yeah extremely uncomfortable light sensitivity I couldn't even when I was in the car driving I had to put a scarf around my face on top of the eye on top of the glasses and then I had to put another blanket on top of me
0: wow to really block out the light yeah Yeah.
1: I couldn't even drive in the car it was really it was sensitive and then got in my house had to put all the blinds put Mm -hmm. curtains had to put sheets on top of the (laughs) windows They must have been like what on earth is happening in that That mad mad but then within 24 48 hours I remember I woke up um, on the Sunday, because I got done on a Friday, woke up on the Sunday, and I could see like there was no sensitivity. Oh there was nothing. There was no blurriness. And I was like, whoa. And everything was vivid in terms of not just you could obviously see things that were far away. Yeah. Like, the colors of things are very, uh, like, enhanced. Like, the red looked redder yeah you know all the colors were intensified did they say that that would die down or that's your new level of vision this is how normal people see color oh
0: okay babes (laughs)
1: yeah yeah yeah. this is how normal people see color but when you're wearing glasses like you you don't realize it's not just you not being able to see um writing or signs and stuff it's the intensity of colors like things looked much brighter all the flowers looked much greener um Mm -hmm. And yeah, since then, hey, come see me, man.
0: It's so funny because as, as I'm listening to you talk about this, I've got my glasses on and I'm like lifting the lens up and lifting it and putting it down just like to see yeah, what, what the difference is. Like yeah, I don't so, know myself, but yeah.
1: So now, like I, I've just thrown away my last, my pair of glasses. Mm. I put them on today. And you know, when you put on someone who's got very strong glasses, yes. that's how felt. yeah like oh my gosh i used to wear these gone with you you satan pair of glasses you
0: (laughs) so like life is good the the colors are enhanced everything you can read all the small print and everything
1: listen i'm acting a damn fool right now reading things that i shouldn't even be reading (laughs) (laughs) just because i can i can and like you know i guess the main thing is like, I have no regrets regardless and it's money well spent we spend money on some random stuff but this is like life-changing stuff you know mm-hmm. um and I can't I, I just I, I can't believe that wow. yeah you would get to a point where it's it's so life-changing like no glasses I don't have no dents on my nose anymore like they those are all gone you know the dents you have from wearing glasses
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What's, um, have you tried driving at night yet? Yes, it's all fine. Like, oh, it's
1: before, I remember the week before, I don't, I probably told you, I, I think I drove to Luton. Some, yeah, mm. my, my uncle's having a party in Luton and I drove to Luton. Ooh, and it was nighttime. I'm telling you, murder she wrote, babe. Oh my God. <laughs> Someone was gonna die that night, and it's probably me because it was terrible. And even that's with my glasses on. Can you imagine? Mm, mm. So we just thank God. Um and yeah, I would advise anybody if you if you're thinking about it, if you've got the money, if you've got the motivation, if it's something you want to do, do it. Don't let these haters tell you, oh my god, you're gonna lose your eyesight. Piss off, man. Let me be great. <laughs>
0: And that is that on that. Full stop and period. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are so funny. So, Miss Annette. Mm-hmm. You are actually a wonderful person to ask ask this, actually, in your per- personal and professional capacity. How's the coronavirus treating you, babes? Hey. You know, the funny thing is,
1: my mum gives me jokes. So, I don't, my mum called me. Yesterday was like um, because I had a little bit of a fever on on Friday night. Mm. Um, so my mum called me and I was telling my mum I've got a bit of fever, but I realised I had like a whole bottle of wine to myself and I ate some <laughs> that madness. might have been a, yeah, bit it, a little it, I ate some madness on Friday night and I think that was why I wasn't feeling well. Um, and my mum I like spoke to my mum and mum was like, Are you okay? So I got fever and she was like, Ah, is it the corro? And I was like, huh? Sorry? So the <laughs> Yeah. She calls it. Oh, and I was like, no, it's not the Coro, man. Like, I'm just not feeling well. But yeah, I've I don't know about you, but I've I've seen various sides. So I've seen quite a few sides. I've seen from the side of employers. I've mm. seen from the side of so my sister's a GP and
0: okay, yeah, yes.
1: I've been touching base with her. So I've seen from the side of somebody who's stressed and on the front line of the NHS. Yeah. Um, I've seen it from my mum because she works for the government and like what the foreign office are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I see also from the side of me, just I'm also an employee as much as, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've got responsibility for what we do. But the whole thing is a madness right Mm -hmm. so what 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 first let's think about what type of a person are you though sash because i think this affects different people um yeah depending on (laughs) everyone reacts differently to situations like this yes are you one of these people that are like you know what you know live life and
0: if if you get it you get it or what's your sort of stance been on Mm -hmm. the whole thing Um, I think I'd like to think I'm quite level-headed and sensible and personally I'm like okay so it's a novel virus that we don't have a vaccine for I'm in the you could call it privileged position to say that I don't have any underlying health issues um, you know that I have either inherited or like have caused myself I keep myself in pretty good nick and I am not I'm not so much of the I'm not a wholly keep calm and carry on type person but I'm a keep calm take precautions listen to the proper news sources and like health resources and you know keep it moving kind of person that's that's how I've been
1: yeah yeah I I, I wonder do you think your view would be slightly different if you were 70 plus
0: Yes, I think my view would be different if I was in different circumstances. If I had um, health issues, if I was older, if I had kids, like, I think my view would be very different. I've, I've tried to think about and kind of think, is there anyone I know who's like, elderly or has mobility issues or who I can kind of help because the things that I take for granted in terms of you know being able to go to the supermarket and pick up whatever like is there something I can do for them and I've been Mm. kind of keeping an eye out on ways to help with either time or like donations for like groups of people who don't necessarily have the setup that I have um so whether that's like homeless people like things like that um for me, I've got it, I've got it pretty cushy. So I think I can look at it how I do look at it.
1: So meaning like, you know, you're pretty healthy, you're relatively young,
0: um, no complications, that sort of thing. But then I do also bear in mind, I'm still limiting and changing my behaviour in terms of who I interact with. So I might be good, and who know? and you know i could get the, the 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 virus um and fight it but who am i interacting with that might okay. have a you know it might have a completely different experience yeah, so that's no, where yeah, i'm being rude. mindful as well
1: yeah and i think it, a lot of it is on a case-by-case basis really so it's not one one strategy fits all and For sure that's what makes the whole thing really difficult like i'm similar to you i don't really not that i don't really care but i don't really care because i don't really have anyone around me that i feel would be affected um so they might get it but i don't feel like there's anyone who's got serious complications um and therefore they'll be at risk but that's me being quite selfish with
0: Mm, people mm, around
1: me not mm. everyone has the benefit to say everyone around me me is cool and we're all good yes
0: yes absolutely
1: um so yeah from i i'm telling you i've never had so much work to do over the past three weeks than in my career
0: than this coronavirus thing really and the thing is when did you feel like from a workload perspective it Mm. really took hold because i remember saying to the director of my company last week we had a a monthly team meeting and because of I had to go to a different location for this meeting and it was the first time I was using the tube for a while Mm. I found myself very aware of like oh all the people and I'm having to hold on to the pole and oh what about the the gel and then I gotta go into the the office and I need to open the door and who's been touching this and I and I remember saying to them being like oh do you think we should like put out some guidelines about this? And at the time last week they were like, don't give in to media like um hype and hysteria, it's just a mild flu, you know, they spoke about it like pretty blasé, whatever. Come this week now. Hmm, you wanna see all health statements and whatever I've been having to put together. Yes, but um, for you, how is it when did you notice the workload um,
1: start
0: to kick in? See, we we you know, I with the
1: coronavirus, I said pretty early on to our CEO right we need to sort out a plan so we do something called a business continuity plan so if your if your business has one your business Mm. should have one should I say so Mm. it's about what do we do if we have so it might be six or seven issues that happen within out of the the realms of our control what what how do we continue working Mm. Essentially, mm. and so the, the, your business con- continuity plan is not meant to be something that is in depth about hey you do this and you do that. It's just about are you able to continue um, working yeah. um, if you're not in the office, for example.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what's your uh, IT infrastructure like? Mm-hmm. Can it withhold working from home for X amount of time or is it indefinite? Cool. And it's about yeah, it's like a risk assessment essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm. and a plan of action. So I started on that pretty early and tried to um, understand the areas of that plan that we needed to refresh and relook at. So Mm -hmm. I would say that was about three, four weeks ago. Mm. Since then, you know, I started on comms quite early and telling people like, listen, I know there's a lot going on in the media. Um, This is what you know this is this is our stance we continue working until the government tells us otherwise right mm-hmm. and we continue coming to work mm. but there's complications in that right mm. Mm. so the government is saying one thing mm. but trust me your employees are saying another thing there's okay. hysteria there's people saying listen uh, my husband um um husband's friend who was five doors away from him when he was born <laughs> um auntie um was in the building with someone who got coronavirus got self isolate. so should I go home mm. I mean like and there's been so many comms that I've sent out and I've, I've tried to be explicit as I can yeah um but what pe- people are
0: people what they do is they read your email but they still ask you questions and there's there's like hearing and there's listening. Like they can they'll read it, but how they interpret it is they don't interpret. All they do is they come to me
1: with every other every other question to see if I'm going to give them a, a different, different answer. answer. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like I've told you in the email, like <laughs> you don't need to go home, Sally. Stay in the office. And there are people that are going to take the piss, right? Yeah, You yeah. know them all around us. Mhm. As soon as something like this kicks off, they'll start telling you some little white lies about how they need to go home because... Rah, rah, rah. And so there's a thin line between being a um, compassionate employer and mm-hmm. understanding people's needs mm-hmm. to the, we've got to keep our business running or we're yes. going to bust. Yes. And Absolutely. So, you know, what was that airline that's gone bust? Is it Fly Fly B? I think it might be Fly Yeah. B. Yeah. I think it's flyby that went bust um
0: and there's going to be many more businesses like that and I so, so. yes yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be really interesting over the next couple of months to see there are going to be business that were just about keeping afloat and this thing is most likely going to take them under it's going
1: to take them under um and it, I, we're all thinking it's the small companies
0: because mm. no, 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 you no, seen no. that Richard Branson is looking for is it 7.5 yes. billion or something yes. from the government for? I said if the billionaire if he, can ask for a handout
1: oh. he needs to sit his uh, rich ass down
0: <laughs> <laughs> why not sell that stupid uh, uh, space, what is, space intergalactic project thing you've exactly got on.
1: and your uh, island why not sell that to get the money go Anyway,
0: I think it's a lot, a lot of the
1: businesses are going to suffer in some shape or form. Yeah. And that's why the FTSE is just in turmoil at the moment, because they can't cope. Everything that they, they predicted has gone to, to pop. pot. Mm. Um, but there was the, the program, Sasha, Sasha, you told me to watch this oh, program
0: on I... Netflix. Yep. It's called it's a series called Explained by a company called Vox. And they do a whole load of um, just short, like 20 minute mini documentaries about loads of different topics. And one of them was called Pandemic. And it was looking at the SARS outbreak, um, which uh, was goodness, how many years ago? now? I'm not really sure. But Mm. it was talking about how that spread. And and didn't you not feel like it was a mirror image of kind of like what was happening now? listen these mofos
1: know like <clears throat> these things they know that, that they're always going to pop up mm. but that program guys if you haven't watched it it's 20 minutes of your life when Sasha said mm-hmm. 20 minutes I was like, okay let me let me just jump on this I've watched it twice Sasha <laughs> because <laughs> the nuggets in that program <laughs> are, are brilliant. are brilliant. So one thing they said in the program, Sasha, I don't know how you reacted to this, but that's when I felt like vomiting. Go on. So does anyone out there know how SARS came about? Probably not. Mm. So you remember in the um, documentary, basically, they said there was a guy in China, of, that made like a stew of snake, cat and bat. Mm hmm. And then he basically then got really ill after that, went into hospital and um, was having problems breathing and blah, 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 and all of that. And no one, they couldn't understand what was going on. So they just called it like pneumonia or Mm. a rare type of pneumonia. Two twos, my guy, why are you mixing a bat, snake and cat? Who who wakes up and says, you know what I'm, you know, you know what I'm I'm (laughs) craving (laughs) for. This guy was just woke up and decided, let me just make this stew, whatever he was making, and then that's how Sars started, and it started spreading in the
0: um hospital and then that's how it spread throughout the whole world Cause and what... it was a because it was an airborne virus yes, right airborne virus that when they did that that diagram and showed how it m- moved and transitioned around the hotel and then onwards from yep. there i was like what literally it goes down the loo in it it goes yeah because someone yeah someone will go to the toilet they will flush the loo and then it will go through the vents up back through the air conditioning um Mm -hmm. and then into everybody's room and it's an airborne disease it will go across the road into the um other hotels then those people who have been in the hotels check out get on their planes and go to wherever they're going and this is how it spread i said what or something all because
1: you want to do master (laughs) chef
0: but yeah and it's the whole like cross can cross-contamination Contamination. so what they're saying is different it's... bacterias yeah that, uh, sit and live on the animals and like there's no refrigeration just mm-hmm. just there just out in it like, wow.
1: yeah and that's that's why it w- always stems from like these um live animal uh, markets like in China because they're mixing all different meats together so when you're chopping the goat on one um on on one chopping board, you're then putting the 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 bat on a, the same chopping board, yeah. chopping that.
0: Yeah. And then they were saying that some of them are, and they just leave them out until it's sold. Some mm. some are of the animals were dead, but some they would bring live and then kill them there. And it's just a whole heap. It's just of a ho- whole mess. Mm It was it was it was wild. It's it
1: wild, guys. Watch it if you haven't watched it. I think it's series two. So the thing is called explained. Um, it's series two, and it's one of it's one of the ones on the series two, basically. Yeah, the episode I think is called pandemic. So, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Have a look. It's, um, it's but one thing that made me think is, can as a world, can we not start like just banning eating certain foods like bats, like because it seems like they're us and bats don't mix, you know. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be eating bats, so can we not just do
0: a blanket? Ban um, on eating back Like, I think it is. I don't. I, countries are going to do what they want to do in it. No one wants to be told what to do. And they'll almost throw their toys at the pram and do the opposite just because you're telling them not to do something. So,
1: no, man. But um, I don't know. if Does China have a president or something? But him or her must be sitting down thinking, God damn. <laughs> you know, you're like, shit, this are like this again. and it's all to do with my country started this shit you're gonna feel some type of way in it so Hmm. if someone says to you like oh um like you lot need to stop with the madness right you're gonna be like you know what you're right because thousands of people
0: are dying like and i think i think there's definitely some merit to what you're saying because we're in a global community now you can't say oh is only going to affect X region because you've got how many flights a day going to 50 million different parts oh. of the world? Like, if one place has got it, look, look at where we are now within two months. It just months. has to be some standards. Like, I know we're not in the EU
1: and that no more, really, until the end of the year, but the EU wouldn't, EU wouldn't allow this
0: madness. Very, very true. Just yeah,
1: cutting true. up bats and snakes and and selling them in markets. That would never get through.
0: Mm, so because
1: they understand what the repercussions of this madness is
0: so it's makes for very it's a very interesting time but what do you think of some of the reactions that you've seen here uh, like across social media um yeah what have you made of people's reaction to it the reaction being
1: pe- me not having any toilet roll in my yard <laughs> oh how I much th- do you have you got any yeah i do have some um, how many do you have there's only uh, two of you there i've got four people here that wipe their ass i've
0: got f- i think we've got six left and You've i got and i hope I've got, I've got a food shop coming tomorrow and i hope that the toilet roll is in there but we'll no, see you next it's not going to be babes.
1: <laughs> i went on amazon today amazon you. is selling toilet roll for like 123 pounds shut for like,
0: your <laughs> mouth okay go on there you'll see the madness that is going on because the thing is I remember going I went to Tesco about two Thursdays ago and it was before all this toilet roll stuff and I went in the shop and I was in the aisle and I was like I took a photo because I was like why is there no pasta and I thought oh there maybe there's some sort of supplier issue and it was just as the whole like you are starting to hear about coronavirus but I was like I didn't make any connection because I was mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't get it. And I remember saying to Ben, and the next time he went in there, he was like, there's no rice. <laughs> He's like, there's, there's no rice? <laughs> and there's no toilet roll. And he, I was just like, befuddled. But, but some going of the videos I have seen online of people acting like they're running businesses when they live in a house of two. And, <laughs> and, they're, is, it's, oh, and they're buying a 56 toilet roll at a time. I because like, I remember then the maybe the end of the same week I went to try and get some antibacterial gel I went mm. to five shops and I work in central London so it's not even like the small shops that only get delivered once. yeah, in one. yeah. the big big shops I could nothing not, buy, not, not a one not a nothing everything's gone sis everything
1: is gone like I had to ask my mum could you see if you could get me some? Because she basically said she fought somebody in Aldi. I was like, oh, man, Um, for some toilet roll. And I was like, I'm begging you. Like, I have, there's four of us in this house and I don't want to start a fight because I will fight a five-year-old. I don't care. I need my toilet roll. (laughs) So she went out and she sent me a picture of queues and queues of people Waiting to get into stores, and she said, Annette, I tried, and I know my mom's gangster when it comes to these things. And she's wow. like, I couldn't get. There was not one, not not one packet anywhere. And she's been going. She said, I went to Liverpool Street, then from Liverpool Street, I went to Dalston, and then from <laughs> Dalston, I went to Tottenham. And she's like, I couldn't. I'm sorry. And I'm like, I it's fine.
0: Just to get toilet. Roll. The thing is, I'm not even sure I understand the whole thing about toilet roll because I was like. It's not like it's not affect bullshit. it's not gonna affect your bottom. You don't get like a runny tummy or something, and I'm like, even if you have to stay home for two weeks, how much toilet roll are you people really using like what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I just i don't I don't get it um I, yeah
1: how, but how did that how did people think okay we're gonna we're going through this covid nineteen and I need toilet roll. I don't understand I don't the connection to
0: it. But as usual, the, the internet remains undefeated because, as usual, I've been seeing, like, hilarious memes and people are like, well, I can see the pasta aisle is empty, but there's still, like, canned tomatoes and, like, all of the jar sauces uh, on, on the shelf. So what are you people eating with your dry pasta? <laughs> with, with your toilet paper? What are you eating with your toilet paper?
1: It's oh. crazy. And, I've, I've, I, you know, I, I'm making a point, you know, this might backfire, but I haven't. Gone to bolt buy, but I did find that my husband had. I opened a black bag and there was a bare pasta in there. and I was just like, oh. "What are you doing? You're the absolute crazy man!" But he yeah, did this before boy. it all turned crazy. So
0: I, I haven't done. Uh, anything really above because the thing is it becomes a cycle because you have the people who will do all of this crazy hoarding and I have seen some videos of people stacking 16 bags of five kilo rice in their trolley I'm like what are you doing what do you think is happening here and the thing and then you have like the level-headed people who are like oh I'm just gonna buy what I need when I need it as usual but then they go to the shop or they go online and they see this stuff and they're like oh maybe I should pick up an extra one Mm -hmm. purely because when I next come back here it might not be here and it just fuels the Mm -hmm.
1: cycle
0: it's a cycle and the manufacturers
1: most of our stuff come from China I hmm hey
0: I, I just I don't I don't get it and and the thing is jokes aside like I've also seen photos I saw a really sad photo actually of like a an old lady in one of, in one a supermarket and mm-hmm. she just got a little basket just wanted to get a few little bits and little the empty the week. empty aisle and uh, you know it just shows that this to me it's not that it's not a serious thing, but it's not as the worst situation that it could be. And at a time when it could be like, oh, what can I do for my neighbour to help them? What can I do for my immediate community to help them to kind of alleviate what could be quite a stressful time health-wise, financially, whatever? It Everyone just seems to be about me and mine and self-preservation. And it's, Yeah, me. And
1: like, you don't think about the other people in your community that actually... They can't be fighting people in the house for what I'm a toilet roll. They only go out once so often. They've got social anxiety and all the rest of it. And you just selfish
0: ugh, let me not even start swearing on here. I know I swear <laughs> a lot, but really, really <laughs> selfish. You that's gonna have bloody toilet roll till November for no flipping reason. For like, no reason. For no reason
1: at all. And you you do people out like and I'm not saying I'm anyone that should be thinking um i deserve a toilet roll more than anyone else but it's like one there person is, there was enough for everyone rolls this versus a
0: family have who, you not seen have you not seen the guy in america who went did he did uh, i think a fourteen thousand mile jaunt about i don't know four or five weeks ago when he heard about all of this he bought seventeen thousand units of hand sanitizer, so he with the explicit idea of selling them online on eBay and Amazon at ridiculous markups to make money. So far, he's made forty thousand dollars in profit, but or he them like eBay and Amazon have been onto him now and they've taken down all of his listings. So he's Good. got like. All of these units in his in his uh, garage or whatever that he can't sell, and he's like, oh, I'm considering giving it to cha- considering you know considering giving it to to charity or to welfare.
1: Give it give it to whoever you need to give it to, but let people just wipe their bum, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Let people wipe their bum in, bum in peace. This I wouldn't think in this day and age I'll be. Having this issue to deal with, like I understand pandemic viruses going around, but me thinking about how I'm gonna wipe my bum, and then people have started stealing toilet roll from work. Uh, shut up. Yeah. That,
0: oh my gosh, I didn't think about that one, but I have heard the very stupid thing of people have been going into like hospitals and hospices, and when they're visiting, yep. taking the bloody hand gel.
1: Taking the hand gel, taking the uh, masks, all of that, like raiding
0: these places. You know what, you I'm, think there really has to be a baseline for common sense, but there actually isn't? Do you know what? We see this type of an- animalistic,
1: and that's what I'm going to call it, animalistic behaviour from human beings in situations. I remember the last time I saw this was during the Tottenham riots. Yep. You remember that? When people yep. were just walking into JD Sports, walking out with trainers, I'm like, yep. <laughs> okay. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Yeah,
0: just these tough times,
1: could. everyone's got a criminal record now. Like, mm. aunties, everyone's got a criminal record because... Just draining got, because they thought they could get away with it. You got caught up in the hype. Mm. Like, what makes you think that justice is not going to prevail? Once all of this dies down, you, all these people exploiting people, yeah. toilet roll, exploiting hand sanitizers, hand gel... I've seen people selling debt for twenty pound a bottle. Like you, we're waiting for you, man. There's a VIP spot for you in hell.
0: It's just, it's very, very, very wild. I just, I think the whole thing is is crazy. But how?
1: I guess how do you think so? We have at work, we've just gone with a blanket work from home for now. So we're we're monitoring the situation. But what I've said is listen, if these lot don't want me to die today on the spot, we gotta do something. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm done
0: with the questions, I'm done with all of that. Yeah, and- yeah, like if one more person emails me, I'm gonna break this comp- I'm gonna leave the computer outside in the rain and Honestly. no one contacts me again. <laughs>
1: like my team they even like what they do is they stop people coming to my desk because I've told them like listen I'm gonna blow so what they do is when people walk into my desk they're like sorry can can I help you before you go and speak to Annette and like oh no I just want to go and speak to Annette is there anything that I can help you with Mm -hmm. because I know it's going to be coronavirus related like um but the work from home as I said initially like If your business, your organisation can do it because you're not customer facing or, you know, you've got you've got the right setup to allow employees to do it. Now, what's always going to be a little bit of a grey area is productivity. So it's the notion of presenteeism doesn't equal, no, presenteeism equals productivity. Yeah. But for in 2020, that, that doesn't work anymore. Like it's old school. So yeah, there's gonna be some people that are gonna take the piss. There's gonna be some people that are gonna be outside barbecuing. Yeah.
0: yeah, when they should be doing whatever. I, I've said But that you said, know those people already. It doesn't take uh, thank working you. from home. You you oh, know no. them from when they're sitting at their desk on WhatsApp web, like you're thank looking you. at holidays. Got your, you. Got your number. Got your I number. I it's going to really it would be really interesting to see what happens with productivity productivity when you allow people, um or when people need to work from home and are able to I think to be honest it's going to be one of maybe the few positives to come out of this that kind of could then make more cases for flexible working and stuff like that because you know I I I that I've seen another meme that said something like oh well now we really are going to see all of the meetings that could have been emails oh and I'm like yes Very true. Majority, 70% of those. And I know,
1: you know, nothing takes away from having, seeing people face to face, but we have become a society where everything is done over the internet. We're a cashless society. We're a society that, you know, if we need to talk, we can use conference calls. We can use Google Chat, Teams, Mm -hmm. Microsoft Teams. Mm -hmm. There's all of these things set up so that you can replicate a face-to-face conversation with somebody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not it's not the the be all end all but to, I personally think I prefer like a um conference call because mm-hmm. if I say it's an hour I'm locking off
0: in an hour it's true you're not stuck in a room with someone going yeah. on.
1: yeah you, you stick to your time and I I'm all for it and you know, but I think you have to change the mindset of people within the business. So it, it's Absolutely. usually the leadership. Yes. Yeah. It's top, it's top down a lot of the it's time. It's top for sure. down. And if you've got a good leadership team that say, you know what, let's give it a go. Let's let, let's see if it's, it can work. And it's, also about accountability like make people accountable if I said and I told my team this on Friday they are will t- be testament to this I mm. said listen it's unlikely that we'll be back next week mm. but I've given you all projects to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: if we come back to work and I see that those projects haven't been done mm-hmm. we're going to have words mm. but if you do those projects you complete them to the best of your ability not knowing the play play thing and you do all your work I don't really care what you do with your time as long as you do the work right so if you decide to start work at midday Mm -hmm. I don't really care as long as you're doing your work and I'm seeing that you're doing what you're meant to be doing but if you're doing some little little mediocre work I'm gonna come down on you so act like adults gave everyone a high five and we went our separate
0: ways or well, a high elbow, because we don't touch hands. And- <laughs>
1: exactly, a high elbow.
0: <laughs> and
1: We all went our separate ways, but I'm trusting you. I'm giving you this, like, I, I'm giving you autonomy to be able to complete your work. But any of you come to me when we come back and say, oh, yeah, I haven't finished that, I'm going to switch. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be like, and why not? You basically, you save saved all two hours on your commute, like, back and forwards, you know. Yeah yeah you, you had all the time in the world you couldn't go outside there was there was nothing for you to buy on the shelf so what Thank were you, you. doing what, what what were you doing what were you doing and the
1: thing is I I would see that as you've broken my trust you know mm-hmm. so I'm really using this as a sort of let's see what these people are going to pull out the back because I've given them all different projects and things that they should complete to a high standard so let's
0: see so, given you are gonna be working from home next week, I'm likely to be working from home for majority of the week. Mm. um What would you say are like your top three tips for working from home, making it work for you, mm.
1: uh,
0: productivity? Like, what are the kind of things that you normally follow? For me, like I I, I
1: work from home anyway, like uh, at least a day a week. I can do two days, but it's usually a day a week. And it's my ad, my personal admin day because I don't really get time to do much during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but this should be, like, for me, I would say there's three things. It's catching up with projects. So it might be stuff that you haven't been able to do. Uh, and that could be work. That could be other stuff. Mm-hmm. And even though we're, like, working from home, why would it be other stuff? Because, as I said, if you finish your work... yeah why can't you go and sort out your paperwork or
0: yeah and 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 have the it's the the wondrous moment where you're like oh I can order that thing and I will be home for right. when it's delivered
1: right mm. all of those things that you haven't been able to get round to doing mm. like but catch up with projects because as I said your employers are not going to be forgiven if you go back and you say oh you know what I still haven't done that what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> so you're going to show yourself up. I also think that, like, um, like just I know we're in March and it feels like a year has gone by in 2020 already. Ah. Whoa, Woo! ain't that the truth? But continue planning for the year ahead. You know, this coronavirus thing is not. It, way these things work within the next three months it's gonna be we're we're getting to the end of it like it's not gonna be for the whole of 2020 Mm -hmm. so now that we've all got some downtime we're all in our yards it's the weather's not great yet sort your life out start planning stuff start saving you're not you're not um buying prep lunches anymore whatever you do during the week like save your pee
0: very true
1: you know Save your pee. So that's just my whole thing. I think, like, catch up on projects that you need to do. Like, and I don't know my third thing I was going to say is a bit random, but everyone knows what I'm talking about go and clean out that cupboard that you've wanted to clean out
0: for time or that oh my gosh that was number one on my list
1: things away that that was number oh
0: my gosh you read my mind number one (laughs) on my list was niggly tasks yeah literally the things that just sit on the to-do list and I'm actually looking at two of them at the moment they I've got these two jumpers that are sad <laughs> um, on on my sofa that just need a little bit of a stitch and they have been sat over there for no. God knows how long. But please let me try. <laughs> let me
1: put that on the list of the things that I'm, I can cross off, like the niggly bits. Yeah, the
0: niggly bits, the things that you've not been able to get around and yeah. do. Because... And that whenever it comes down to the weekend, you're like, oh, I don't factor that into my time. I'm like, no, no, I've got other things to be doing. Yeah, well. or you just want to rest, like you don't yeah. want to be doing those things. So and yeah. Like, those things and I think like any sort of half-read books or books you've had next, yes. next to the bedside table that you're like oh I must read that when I get a chance well guess what you're not doing your commute anymore so why don't you spend that commute time in the morning and the evening there you go there's book time you'll be done exactly it. or doing a bit of you know exercising in the morning going to the gym
1: like the time that you're meant to be commuting go to the gym get revitalized before you turn on the laptop for the day there's so much stuff that you can be doing but don't just be idle
0: and think oh yeah more sleep time every day <laughs> well I said my second one was stay in normal routine and and get yes. sleep it's not an excuse to be like oh I'm just gonna sit up and like binge watch until two three o'clock in the morning just act like everything is normal like your bedroom is your office or whatever and carry on as normal yeah. um or when I say normal you could create a new normal but make sure like you say the kind of productivity is is reflective of the similar kind of working day um and then my third one isn't so much to do with work it's more kind of I think for the times that we're in um and managing our headspace I said limit your social media consumption as is appropriate for you because there is You know, when when we last had SARS and norovirus and swine flu and whatever else, um, I was just talking to my mum this this weekend and she was like, you know, I I feel like there's so much noise around this. I feel like I've never experienced anything like this. And I was like, mum, when we had all of those things, what what didn't we have? We didn't have social media. Mm. so now the minute you look even if you're logging onto instagram for escapism you can't escape it like it's everywhere whether it's Mm. official news feeds notifications to your phone Mm. um whether it's on twitter or whether it's just people's opinions it's everywhere and if you need to check out and just put the phone on mute do what you need to do because you know even the most level-headed person it can feel quite
1: overwhelming it's overwhelming uh, you know how these old old uh afro caribbeans are they forward any old bullshit oh, on whatsapp click
0: this link oh listen are you trying to give my phone virus of its own please, <laughs> please listen they forward all the madness about coronavirus i'm like i don't need to see everything this man and everything that's incorrect make sure you buy turmeric to do what
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: <why>? <laughs> oh yeah. any old wives tale and all sorts of bandages.
1: all of them are doing the same thing but i've blocked all of them in it so i don't really get any of that anymore <laughs> thank god um but you know what my last one would be good keep
0: on listening to the 35 so you guys, yeah you, got, you, can, catch you can catch up now please. yeah you see we're making sure that you get that content so that you know tomorrow's commute can be listening to us while you're getting ready to work from home or whatever your setup is. On so the yeah,
1: radio and just say you know what I'm gonna catch up on the 35. For the ones that you haven't listened to, just have the radio on, have have your Spotify or iTunes, whatever, have it on in the background like. And it it, it sounds like you're with people at work, you know, we're literally just having a conversation. So for those who don't like the silence in the house and, you know, do like being in social settings, we're
0: here for you. We are here for you and we will continue to be here for you. So if you have any tips um, of how you are surviving and dealing with coronavirus from a health perspective, from a mind perspective, um, if you're working from home, let us know how you're doing. You can uh, message us on Instagram at the30thrive and that's 30, the numbers three zero. Um, You can also email us um, at the30thrive at gmail.com. Um, And let's get a conversation going, because to be fair, I think it's the only way we're going to be communicating for the foreseeable is online and via emails and things like that. So let's make sure that we stay in touch with each other.